welcome to the Walking in Heels podcast, where the journey is the blessing. I am your host, Kimberly White. Come walk with me as we step into healing, enlightenment, acceptance, love, and sexual power, uncovering and healing those perceptions that keep us from living the lives we deserve. Get ready to take the next step into your destiny. Hello ladies, it is your girl Kimberly White and welcome to the very first episode of the Walking in Heels podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to bring this to y'all. Can I tell you that this is a vision I have had for so, so long and I mean, honestly, I have been dragging my feet for some time, honestly, because I was scared and what's the point in having a goal if it doesn't make you a little scared, right? (laughs) So anyway, it took me a little longer than I wanted to get this out to y'all, but now that it's here, baby, we are going to have some fun. I just want y'all to know that the spirit that I bring to you in this podcast is one of a woman who has always appreciated speaking to people who've actually gone through some things. And that's what I'm going to bring through y'all or to this show. Um... It will be solo casted partially and also there'll be interviews. So the solo cast is essentially me speaking for about 20 to 25 minutes, sharing stories with you, experiences that I've had, um, along with tips and lessons that I've learned along the way to help you and to empower you to leap to your next level in destiny. On the other half, I will be sharing this platform with women who I'll be interviewing. And I'm so excited to bring you this material because this is a true smorgasbord of badass women. I am talking about everyone from mental health therapist to sexual therapist to dance instructors, yoga instructors, people who've overcome odds that most of us would just fall out if we had to go through these things. And everyday women who have learned to turn within to get the validation that we need. Everyday women who've gone through some stuff, but have been able to recalibrate, balance themselves, and take another step in their healing. I personally believe that healing is something that is a continuum. It is a lifelong cycle. Even if we heal from one thing, it's like mama said, there's always going to be something else. And so the purpose of this is to create a community around women who, you know, are putting that jealousy, envy, IG bullshit to the side. Please excuse my French, but there will be more of it. But we're putting aside what's superficial and we're really going to dive deep into some things. Um, I want y'all to know that no matter where you are listening to this, you are loved. No matter how you feel, what state you're in in this very moment, your spirit is whole. Your soul, your mindset, and the way that you're seeing life may be broken, but You never heal alone, ladies. We never heal alone. It takes a community. And so we're going to put ourselves together in whatever area it is that we need to. 
Years ago, I came up with the idea of walking in hills because I've always studied human behavior. And I think it's something that came because being the youngest of three, growing up in an environment where, honestly, I was just trying to cope with what was going on around me. Um, Having individuals in my family that were um, just had different personalities, being exposed to narcissistic personalities, um, addiction, um, abuse in different ways that was subtle. Hell, even surviving sexual abuse myself as a child, man, there have been some things that I've had to go through, grow through, and in that, I feel as though my gifts were developed. I am a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for many years. I'm also a licensed stylist. I went to school for style coaching, which is more so working with people on their self-image on the outside in terms of dressing you, helping you groom yourself, but then also learning how to um, see yourself in a different light. So I would teach people to reframe the way that they see themselves by changing the narratives and the stories that we say about ourselves. Truth be told, it is a lot easier um, said than done. But Another truth on top of that is it's so worth it on the other side. And this, this right here, me speaking to y'all via this medium is part of my healing. I found that the more we share, the more we get. And so wisdom is not just applying what you learned, it's teaching it. And when you teach it and you share it, you actually learn it again and you learn it in a different way. So truthfully, guys, there is not enough ayahuasca trips, trips down the altar, um, trips to the mosque or whatever we could do. There's not enough meditation that we could do to completely be evolved. The universe is evolving every day. And unless you realize that you are made of the very particles that form this universe, you have to understand that there is a mandate on you just because of what you're made of to expand and to evolve. But the issue with us oftentimes, at least what I've found is that we resist evolving. We resist changing. We resist expanding because we're afraid of what that may look like. We're afraid of the price it takes to be vulnerable. We're afraid of true strength and that's wrapped in love, right? So um, I want to help y'all get unafraid. I want to disrupt the perception and the perspectives that you've had in life um, or that you that you're having right now that are keeping you from getting to a higher level in love in relationships in business and with yourself so tune in i'm gonna have some great content Definitely not going to keep y'all long. Again, this is very much about relationships. I believe that the relationship that you have with yourself is going to be a reflection in every single relationship that you have on this earth, whether it's with your children, the people you date, 
your friends, your colleagues, the type of jobs you attract, the type of opportunities or men that you accept or women that you accept, the way that you speak to yourself. I'm telling you, man, all of this stuff, it goes right back to us. And that's why we have to turn in a lot more than we're turning out. And I'm realizing even myself picking up my phone a lot more lately than I need to. And it's a form of mental medication, but then it turns into a subtle addiction of distracting yourself from what really matters, which is you. All that stuff that we're looking at and feasting on on social media is nothing more than junk food. And we're going to cut that out. Now, my religion is love. I'm not judging anybody, how you serve God, him, her, the creator of the universe, source, spirit. To me, it's all the same. In my opinion, God speaks many different languages, unless you are a hellion or a Satan worshiper. But aside from that, um, I read several texts. I do believe in meditation. I do believe in, you know, centering yourself. And there's one book in particular that I'm going to leave you all with something. Um, It's A Course in Miracles. And in this book, Jesus was speaking to one of his disciples. And I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially he was saying, you don't have anything that I don't have. It's just that I don't have anything else. And what he was saying there to me is, you have the same makeup as me. You have the same spirit. You have the same resurrecting power in you that can change the trajectory and the pace and the position of your life. You have the same power to move mountains. You have the power to speak obstacles out of your way. But I don't have all of the other attachments that you do. Many of us ladies, we are attached to thought processes that keep us lesser, keep us operating in a smaller form or a lesser form than our true capabilities. We are attached to dating certain people. And I know I was at 33, I realized it. And I'll tell y'all a little bit more about that. But, um, when I was 33 years old, I had woken up one morning and realized that I couldn't keep living the way that I had been living. And what brought me to that space is that I had gotten into a relationship with someone who was very toxic. I had all of the flashlight, you know, the the flashes, all of the indicators going off in the beginning. But something still had me very connected to this person. Something made me really just want and felt like I needed to get the validation from someone that I didn't even really know. But my my soul, my gut, I knew him. And then I looked around and said, something's wrong here. So I, I snatched the Band-Aid off, y'all. Got out of the relationship. It hurt like hell. And through that time, I was tripping because I'm thinking, this is 33. This is the Jesus year. This is the year that I'm supposed to be like totally elevated. But see, my ascension and my elevation didn't come the way I thought it was going to come. It came by me having a part of myself die. 
the part of me that was in denial that I was the main factor, that I was the person attracting all of this toxicity, these relationships that were seeking, that were seeping my energy and my confidence. I was the main ingredient. The part of me that could deny that died. I realized that it was me. I felt it and it was done. I started going to a therapist. I did a lot of work on myself. Everything from yoga to meditation to um, obviously prayer. I read, wrote transactional letters. I, I did a lot. And I also let time soothe me a little bit as much as it could. Surrounded myself with people who were uplifting. And two things I realized. Number one, toxic relationships felt like home to me. Actually, I'm going to give you three things. One, toxic relationships felt like home to me because it was what I knew. And because it was what I knew on a subconscious level, it was what I grew up around. I entertained it. And I felt like I needed to find validation in that relationship to reconcile something in my childhood that I did not get. Number one. Number two, I realized that it was not only that relationship, that romantic relationship that I had attracted that was toxic. I'd seen that relationship mirrored in my friendships, in my work, and even in the way that I spoke to myself. It's crazy. Um, It was almost as if I deserved it or that I had to prove to someone else that I didn't deserve it. And and with work, it, it... Just trust me, it was crazy and we'll get into that later. The third thing, most importantly, I realized that for many years, 20-something years, I had been punishing myself for abuse. I had been punishing myself for mistakes that I made as a result of it. And I had been punishing myself because I thought that in a sense that would make me be more loved. Because in a weird way, it's what I grew up around. I don't know if that hit y'all or if that went over your head. But when I learned that, I was able to, the, for the first time in my life, to look at the little girl that I carry inside of me, which we all carry our little girl inside of us. She's rooting for you to step out, make a change in your life, accept who you are, love who you are, embrace who you are, and share that love with someone else. But we, we suffocate her trying to appease everyone else around us sometimes for some of us. Well, I was able to look at that little girl and say, I am so sorry. It is not your fault. I forgive you and I love you. And it's as if I saw little five to seven-year-old Kimmy who had some things in life happen to her that she didn't understand. 
that same little Kimmy that was, you know, walking around and, you know, got my heart broken like a guy. So I wanted to date like a guy, um, you know, quick tempered, didn't really want to attach myself to anyone because I was, I was closed off. I wanted attachment, but I didn't. (laughs) So I didn't really get it. And then I was mad when I didn't get it weird, but, um, I was able to forgive myself. And some of us are not checking in with that little girl. Some of us are walking in heels, but we really need to go back to some kitten heels and, and, and address the little girl who is crying inside of us saying, let me breathe. I have dreams here. This isn't, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, y'all, life will give us some things that we cannot control. And that is why in this podcast, tuning in, trust me, you're going to love the episodes. It's going to be a lot of good information, but I'm going to show you how to be an effective co-writer in your life with God, with the creator, the universe, source, spirit, whatever you want to call them, the intelligence, the brilliance, and the love that created you. We are going to co-write our lives. Because again, there are things that we can't control, but we can work with what we're presented with. And baby, when we step into a place of power from a standpoint of acceptance, it's over. The world is not ready for what you have in store. So that said, I am done. I hope that y'all check out the next episodes. Thank you so much for tuning into this first one. I'm definitely going to come to you on a monthly basis, hopefully twice a month. So y'all check me out, Walking in Heels. That's H-E-A-L-S as in walking in your healing. Okay. Check me out online, IG. And you can also email me, Kimberly at walkinginheels.com. Until next time, ladies, I love y'all and let's keep it moving.